0: We
1: good to go? It feels like the perfect night for SwiftCast, a Taylor Swift podcast by the fans for the fans. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 8 of SwiftCast.
2: Hello! Hi!
1: Hope you guys all had a great week and enjoyed both of our last two episodes, episode 7 and then our mini episode 7.5, all about the Billboard Awards.
0: That was pretty awesome. They were such a good awards.
1: They were. I can't believe how the month is going by. Now we're almost in June.
0: Almost time for CMA Fest. I wish I was going. That makes me so excited.
1: Speaking of May and June, the concerts are just flying by on the Red Tour. We've now... Taylor just finished all of the Texas shows and is going to be moving over to the West Coast this week. Um, On May 21st in Austin, Texas... Which was right after the storms in Oklahoma. Taylor sang safe and sound and dedicated that to them, which was amazing of her. That was
0: really, really like heart wrenching. Her performance was really good.
1: Yeah, she's barely ever performed it. I think she's only performed it what twice before.
0: Uh, yeah, she's. I mean, it's only been a couple of times. So it's it's really amazing to see her performing that like just raw, just with her and her, her and her guitar. And I don't know that I teared up a little bit watching that.
2: That's how I felt, too. I was just like, oh my goodness, can she always sing this song?
0: Oh, I think she should definitely sing it more often.
2: I really want her to sing
1: Eyes Open at some point.
0: (gasps) That would be amazing.
1: Preferably at a show that I'm at. (laughs) Preferably. And on May 22nd, finally Taylor sang Teardrops on My Guitar.
0: Blast from the Past.
1: And then last night in Dallas, Texas, which is the biggest show that the Red Tour has had so far, which Cowboy Stadium holds 80,000 people and it was a completely sold out show. And the wild card song was, does anyone want to
2: fill this in?
0: Oh boy, the wild card song was our song. And oh, did my timeline go nuts.
2: (laughs) Hasn't she sung that a few times now?
0: Yeah, that's why our timeline was going crazy, because everyone's like, oh my gosh, she keeps singing our song. And I'm just like, well, maybe that that's just something she re- she really likes to play.
1: There is a lot of speculation going on before that show. Fans who were at the stadium earlier in the day had said that Taylor was sound checking, I'm only me when I'm with you.
0: But she has sound checked songs, like, at certain venues that she ends up playing somewhere else before, you know, so.
1: Yeah. I like, think if you
0: hear a, a song being sound checked it doesn't automatically, and there were so many rumors about Dallas, too. There was rumors that she was going to do a duet with Demi Lovato.
1: Well, supposedly she had soundchecked Heart Attack a few days earlier, so. Oh, that's why. Yeah. Which seems like a like, really random song for her to be sound checking if Demi wasn't going to be showing up. But it doesn't, again, necessarily mean it's going to be right now. It could be somewhere in the future.
0: Yeah, that's true. And here's like the thing about the Cowboys Stadium to me—it's like that's really cool that you can pack eighty thousand people, but I can't imagine being able to really enjoy the concert from like the farthest seat away out of eighty thousand people.
1: Even in Detroit, where there were fifty thousand, compared to the arena shows, I felt so far away from Taylor, and I did not like it.
2: The Philadelphia show is going to be at least sixty k. Okay? Like I'm a bit worried about being on the well. The pit's going to be massive, and yeah, you might be like I have a I have a pit ticket for that. You might be looking up the whole time.
0: <laughs> yeah, you'll definitely be looking up. <laughs> and
2: I'm really short. Sure I'm only five foot like three on a really good day. <laughs>
0: not really. You shrink on another day. <laughs>
2: yes. Sometimes people have told me that I'm five foot two and a half. Sometimes they tell me I'm five foot three and a quarter. I'm just like, make up your mind, people.
1: It looked like in Detroit, the stadium, the stage wasn't too high where the people in the pit could still see. But I think every stadium, especially the bigger they are, is going to be a little bit different. So hopefully you'll be able to see. And I would definitely suggest getting there as early as possible.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: Oh, yeah, I'm definitely getting in pit line. As early as possible. So, yeah, there were a lot of rumors going on last night. And then the sort of running joke started where I guess because a few people that aren't normally there were at the show, like Taylor's co writer Liz Rose was there, and um, Scott Borchetto was there. And then people just started tweeting, making up rumors of people who were there. And it sort of took off and was really hilarious. I, I think my, my
0: favorite rumor was um, that the Pope was there, and I was just like,
1: well, and I,
0: I, what was my, I tweeted something really funny too. I was like, well, the Pope is there, and I'm not there, so I guess that's a sin, and the fact that I'm not there is my confession.
1: <laughs> I liked when somebody told Grant that Abe Lincoln was there to watch him. It <laughs> <That> was hilarious. <laughs>
2: He was like, This is my favorite town. Everyone can go home. <laughs> oh,
1: and then hilarious. after someone had tweeted that Abe Lincoln was there, somebody else said, I hope John Wilkes booth isn't here. <laughs> 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 I was just dying. But I was literally sitting at my computer, <gasps> oh, refreshing horrible, my funny. timeline, this- waiting for the supposed exciting surprises that everyone was expecting last night, and there was nothing out of the ordinary at all.
2: Does Scott? Not usually come to the shows because he was at Newark. Scott borchetta yeah,
1: he comes when he can. I mean, obviously he has other artists and responsibilities. We so can't come to every show like her family, but he does come to a lot.
0: He just looks sporadically.
1: Sometimes he hides backstage, apparently. Yeah. So anyway, those were the Texas shows, and then on May twenty eighth and twenty ninth this week, she'll be in Glendale, Arizona. And then Saturday, June 1st, Salt Lake City. And Saturday, June 2nd, which Haley has been counting down to for months, will be the Denver show.
0: Yeah, Haley's very excited about her next run Show.
1: She is, and I'm sure that she'll be back and tell us all about it after next week. So look forward to that. And then after that, the week I'm most excited about, CMA Week. Yay, me too. I can't believe that it's here. I feel like I just came back from last year.
0: I d- don't you though. Like I seriously remember in detail everything about last year like it was last week. Like the time just goes by.
1: Last year I actually bought this Taylor lanyard to clip on my 4-day pass onto. It's the one that they used to have as a souvenir on the Fearless tour, but I found one on eBay. The little it's like a black cord that says Taylor Swift all over it. Oh, nice. And I had put it in my bag of souvenirs from last year, and then yesterday I realized it was time to dig that out of the closet and get it and clip it onto my pass for this year.
0: Nice. Perfect. Got to represent for Tay Tay. Of
1: course. So if any of you will be there, let us know. We'd love to see you. Um, we'll, Belle and I will be at the CMT Awards on Wednesday, June 5th, and then as well as CMA Fest, and Taylor is performing on the first night, June 6th, and then after that, she'll probably be jetting off to the UK right away for her performance at the Capital FM Ball. I'm excited. So what do we think that her CMA Fest performance will be like? Because a lot of artists take little snippets of their tour, if they're touring at the time, and bring them directly to the festival. But obviously the Red Tour is the most uncountry like tour she's ever done.
0: And also extremely theatrical.
1: Yes. So, I I
0: mean, you know, she takes up the entire stage, basically, for all of her performances and just has all these different things to do. And she just has, like, a stage to make a few quick songs with.
1: I I almost wonder and kind of hope, since I have seen the Red Tour so many times, that she does something different with, like, I mean, obviously, it'll all be songs we've heard, but a slightly different set list and different outfit and just makes it really unique for that night.
0: That's true. I hope that she does something we can't predict. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like something that we just would never have expected. Which I'm sure she probably will She probably will because she's very good at surprising us.
1: If I had to predict what she'll be singing, I think she's definitely going to sing Begin Again. Yeah. I think yeah, she's definitely exactly. going to sing yeah. Mean.
0: Gotta sing Mean. And
1: other than that, I'm really not sure. I feel like it could be anything. I mean... There's a good chance we'll see you belong with me your love story but I think she knows everybody expects her to do those so maybe she'll do something different.
0: Yeah, maybe. I mean maybe she'll do something maybe she'll maybe she'll have a a very interesting surprise maybe she'll do something that we haven't heard. I would die. <laughs> I would die too. <laughs> I
2: would die and I I won't even be there.
1: So whatever she does it'll just be really nice to see her performing in such a large stadium and as part of the festival and it's my second cma fest but my first time seeing taylor at it so i know i'll enjoy it no matter what
0: yeah i agree with that we will definitely report to you uh the following week
1: somebody had tweeted what if nelly shows up and performs with florida georgia line because they're performing at lp field but i don't think that that crowd would be as receptive to the hip-hop remix of Cruz.
0: Yeah (laughs) probably uh, not. (laughs) It's not really the right place for that.
1: (laughs) It would be cool though, I would like it.
0: I better be in that photo line for cruise. That's all I'm saying.
1: (laughs) People are silly.
0: Yeah, I want to be like right against the stage during cruise. I'll be a happy person.
1: So now it's time for keeping up up with Swift. Woohoo! Woo!
0: So we just wanted to remind you all that the billboards did happen on the 19th, and um, last week, midweek, we did a special edition episode where we just talked about the Billboard Awards. Uh, we covered fashion, awards won and lost, um the performances, and some funny interactions between the uh, artists during the show, so make sure to go back and download our special midweek episode if you missed it, because uh, I think it's entertaining. Oh, and also we wanted to let you know that the billboards uh, interviewed Taylor post-billboard awards... And uh asked her some stuff about the awards and she basically talked about like her favorite moment of the night and said that, you know, um, it was really amazing that the very end of her 22 performance, just standing there with her dancers and receiving the standing ovation and she's just like, that was just an amazing feeling after like this performance that I really loved doing and um, just some of the things that went on between her and some of the artists like during and after the show in Vegas. So it's a good read. So you should just go to billboards.com and check that out if you haven't seen it yet because... Taylor's always funny and interesting in any interview, spoken or written. I think we all know that. Just a bit. Um, yeah, definitely good. And also, um, as a quick correction to something that we um, weren't quite sure on when we were doing the discussion, uh, "Mystical Swift 13" on Taylor Connect. Uh, let us know that Selena is actually on Hollywood Records, which is owned by Disney. So technically, she's still on Disney.
1: But I think because she's off of the actual like TV show through Disney. Maybe they're giving her a little more freedom to explore some mature songs. Yeah.
0: That's that's what, that's what I was wondering about, like during the Billboards discussion, is because, you know, I just didn't see Disney letting her do that performance in that song. I thought that was just kind of like, oh What I, did she sing? Um come and get it. Come and get it.
2: Oh wow. Yeah, so
0: yeah, so I guess she is still on a Disney owned label, but maybe it's just because she's not like on the actual like Disney you know that anymore so I, that's good though i'm glad that they let her do that that makes me happy
2: our next topic of conversation is the cmt awards taylor is nominated for video of the year for we are never ever getting back together she's also nominated for female video of the year for begin again she's also going to be performing but we don't know what song yet does anyone have any any speculation Here's your reminder that the CMTs will air on June 5th. You can vote at www.cmt.com.
0: Vote, 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 yes, vote. Yes, I mean, please
2: what? <laughs> vote. We want Taylor to win.
1: And I want to see her win an award.
0: Yes, we want to see her win a CMT.
1: I'm interested to see what she's going to wear to that award show, because it's kind of a more casual show.
0: I mean, that's like, kind of fun, though, because like, every time I go to any other award show, I always feel like I have to you know, dress up and look classy and I can just throw on jeans and go to the CMTs.
1: That's true, but I'm going to be a seat filler this year and I know we have to follow a certain dress code.
0: Yeah, I usually do the pit. Do they have dress codes? I don't remember if they have dress codes. I think they do.
1: I think it's mostly just that you can't wear anything showing too much skin and you can't have any logos or anything like too glittery or I don't know. They have some rules.
0: Yeah, there's always a, a, a rule that you can never wear white.
1: And that, yes
0: why i just think it doesn't show up all on camera or something or it makes you stand out or
1: so i guess i can't wear a t-shirt that says the cmt awards on it
0: <laughs> you can if it's dark <laughs> <laughs> probably not though
1: <laughs> no i know what i'm gonna wear and i'm really excited and Yay. for anybody who may have been wondering because i was wondering this too i found out that the red carpet for the cmt awards is going to be indoors and not open to the public this year Boo. I know. I really wish it would be outside. It was inside last year, and I think it used to be outside before that, but for whatever reason, they're having it inside. Moving on to the Much Music Awards, Taylor has a nomination for Favorite International Artist Slash Group, and that award show is going to air on June 16th. Um, Does anyone know what channel it's on? I'm
2: not sure.
1: I know it's a Canadian award show, so I assume it might be on... It might be on MTV, Two or something like that. I Canada.
2: think it might be on MTV, too, I feel like, because I've watched them before. Okay.
1: Anyway, so Canadian Swifties, and if the rest of us can find it, should definitely tune in.
2: Uh, Taylor has
0: also caught a few early nominations for the Teen Choice Awards. She's nominated for Choice Female Artist, Choice Country Artist, and Choice Smile. So cute. Aww. Uh, Aww. That's only the first wave of nominations, so she may receive more um you can vote at teenchoiceawards.com you're supposed to be a teen to vote just to let you all know
2: yeah but Um, there's ways around that (laughs) yeah but
1: (laughs) we don't condone altering your age in any way i don't know about you but i might be feeling 14 or 15
0: Love it, love it, love it. Um anyways, the awards are gonna be airing on August eleventh, live on Fox. Um I might be attending if I can make it. I'm not completely positive yet, but I will try.
2: Our next bit of news are the World Music Awards. I've never actually heard of these awards, guys.
0: Me neither. This is like new for me.
2: <laughs> I think this is a new award show. But Taylor has six nominations in World's Best Song, World's Best Album, World's Best Video. World's Best Live Act, World's Best Female Artist, and World's Best Entertainer of the Year. I say she wins all of them. She better. (laughs) You can vote for Taylor to win these awards at worldmusicawards.com slash WMA. And their site doesn't really say when when the awards will air unless we're overlooking it. I looked through their site. I looked at
1: their Facebook page. I looked on Wikipedia. I could not find a date or channel for it.
0: Yeah, me neither. Isn't that weird?
2: So, yeah, if you guys, the fans, can figure out when they're airing and what channel they're airing on, please let us know. We'd love to know.
0: We tried to find out. It's just not findable or something. I'm not quite sure why, but, yeah, go, Taylor. Go vote for Taylor, and hopefully at some future undetermined apparently date, (laughs) we'll hopefully see her win.
1: Moving on to some Diet Coke news, I know we've mentioned a couple of promotions they were doing before, such as the t-shirt design contest and the scavenger hunt, but they just launched a new contest this week. This is called the Extraordinary 22 Contest, where if you go to their Facebook or Twitter, they'll have a link to the actual site where you participate. But each week for the next several weeks, they're going to have a lyric posted from 22. The one that they have up there this week is Tonight's the Night and then you upload your own photos that tie in with that lyric and however you interpret it and put in your contact info, and you can upload up to five photos per day, and each photo is an entry into their drawing, which will every week be a random drawing where one person will get a pair of concert tickets, and I read through their rules. I didn't exactly specify what concerts the tickets were for but i would assume since it's for everyone in the united states that they'll let you pick tickets to a show near you but i'm not completely positive but anyway to enter all you have to do is go to their site and upload your photos
0: yay that's exciting i'm gonna try that
1: yeah i uploaded a few yesterday i want to win i don't really care where the tickets are to i'll get there
0: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> me too <laughs>
1: we'll figure it out um
0: also there's some new Keds news. Um the second video on the Taylor Swift on Fashion video series presented by Keds uh has been posted. It's uh, hosted by uh Xana Roberts Rossi. And um basically and this is like this is like Taylor's second chapter, I guess, of this video series. And um Taylor in this one is talking about the fashion on her red tour compared to like the fashion on her previous tours, the Speak Now Tour, the Fearless tour. And um, she talks about, like, makeup tricks that work for her. And she mentioned the funniest thing. She mentioned the fact that, like... She was talking about eyeliner and explaining to Xana how to apply how she applies her eyeliner. And she's like, I used to not understand how to do it, and I would just draw a big huge line across my eyelid and it would take up half my eyelid. You know, it looked like I did it with a Sharpie. (laughs) And then it just I started cracking up when she said it it, about the Sharpie because she had this tweet like a year or two ago or something that was like, I just did my eyeliner with a Sharpie.
2: Oh my god, I remember that. I was just about to say that. (laughs) Yes. And And you and I were Talking about that, we are like, oh, my God, Taylor, what are you doing?
0: <laughs> probably. I'm sure we were. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's definitely, I mean, as always, Taylor's hilarious with, you know, regardless of the subject. So you should definitely go check that out. Uh, it's the Keds video. It's up, I know it's on their Facebook, and I'm sure it's probably linked on their Twitter somewhere, too. But, yeah, their Facebook is just Keds. So definitely go give that a watch if you haven't yet. It's a couple, it's like two or three minutes long, so it's not long. And it's just, it's funny. It's Taylor. You'll love it.
1: And in other Keds news, some of you may have seen a contest the Keds recently started called the Brave Girl Contest, where basically what you do for this is nominate one of your friends who you think is really brave, and it gives you a word limit, so you can only write a short like couple-sentence description about them. But then you upload it to the Keds website and get votes, and then the Keds panel of judges is going to pick their top ten in a couple of weeks, which is based on a combination of voting and just how much they like your entry and then there's a couple different rounds after that but the grand prize winner the bravest girl that they determine ends up getting to go meet taylor at a cad's photo shoot which is really amazing and when i heard about this contest i thought about Haley, who isn't with us today but she's as you know awesome and she's never met taylor and neither have i and i just thought it would be cool if i could nominate her so she's in this contest. You may have seen me post the link to vote for her. And if you guys wouldn't mind voting for her, I would really appreciate it. There's only about a week left to vote, and every vote counts, and you can vote daily. And if you have another friend who's in the contest or you're doing it yourself, we won't be mad if you don't vote for us, but it would be really, really awesome if you could.
0: We won't be mad if you don't vote for Hilly, but we will love you a lot if you do.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And if you tweet us and tell us you voted, that would make us really happy.
0: We'll love you even more. We'll get like three gold stars.
1: And actually, I didn't explain it right. The winner and their friend who nominated them get to go meet Taylor together. So I have also not met Taylor, and I would really appreciate it too. Yes. And it looks like there's about 500 or so people that have entered so far. So it's definitely every vote helps, but as I said, it's also based on your creativity and what you wrote in your entry so if you want to enter you definitely should and i think the first round ends on june 5th i believe so you still have some time to enter that
2: all right next news is about the everything has changed video the news we have about the video changes every week all right we now know that the video for this single was filmed in california and features a young ed and a young taylor how cute would it be if the same adorable little girl who played taylor in the Mine video played taylor again that would be so cute i know she was adorable although she's probably gotten older by now <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's exactly the What's problem. Was that video guys? from,
2: like, 2009? 10,
1: I think?
0: Uh, or 9? 2010, I think.
1: Yeah. It's a few years old. So,
0: yeah, she's, she's too old now because they actually, um, there's a picture going around on Tumblr of a little kid who plays Little Ed who is the cutest tiny little redhead ever. Oh, my gosh.
1: <laughs> I wonder if Taylor and Ed went to the casting call to cast their lookalikes.
0: <laughs> I don't know. That would be interesting.
1: That would be, like... The best behind-the-scenes video probably ever. Oh, my God. Aw. They're
0: so cute. The little Ed. The little Ed. I haven't seen the little Taylor yet, but the little Ed is adorable. And I like that idea, because, I mean, we've been speculating for, you know, for what feels like forever, but I guess for a couple of weeks <laughs> on um how they were going to do this if they weren't going to be in the video themselves. And now we know. It's going to be so cute.
1: I don't think there's a release date yet that we know of, is there?
0: No, not yet.
1: But it seems like it'll be soon. That's exciting.
0: I want you to see it like yesterday.
1: I would say maybe they'll release it around the time Taylor goes to the UK. So like the second week of June. That could be true. Yeah. Because that's the single over there right now.
2: We'll let you know when the video is coming out. Once we know the date, which hopefully should be soon.
1: And now it's time for my favorite part, our mini segments.
0: Yay. We got some good submissions this week.
1: Our first submission comes from Ruby 2013 on Twitter. You should be catching up on sleep, but just can't stop watching the billboard performance of 22 Swifty Problems.
0: Our next one is from AguySwifty on Twitter. And he says, being the only one of the guys who is both an expert at baking and sparkly guitars. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. And the hashtag is problems.
1: I'm sure Taylor would be honored that she was able to lend some knowledge
2: to her male fans.
0: Definitely. go, you, you, A Guy Swifty, you're an awesome representer. Keep sending us more Guy Swifty problems.
2: Oh my god, I love him so much. He's awesome. I want to be his best friend. Just so you know. <laughs> just so you know, Guy Swifty, this is Emily and I'm going to be your best friend. <laughs> That's not creepy at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not creepy, no. Our next mini segment is from Wished on a Swift. It says, when you're asked to write an essay on your favorite song, and you're like, how am I supposed to choose one? Swifty problems. (laughs) That's true. This is how I feel.
0: Yeah, I can definitely not. Remember people ask me what my favorite Taylor song is. I I give them a very blank, terrified stare, because there's just no way I can pick one.
2: Remember when you tried to ask me, and I alternated between, like, five songs? This is in Newark. You're like, Emily, what's your favorite song? And I'm like, all too well. No, wait, mean. No, no, no. (laughs) Wait, wait. (laughs) And you were just like, shut up. It's
0: a completely valid problem.
1: It's like the same thing as asking someone to choose their favorite child. You just can't. I was just about to say that. I'm sure Taylor feels the same way about her own songs.
0: She probably does. Yeah. I think her favorite song is whatever song she just wrote. And then, you know,
1: our next one is from Enchanted by TS on Twitter when a Taylor song comes on in public and you freak out Swifty problems
0: also guilty of
2: course yes when this happens at work I I have a mini dance party fortunately I work alone
0: (laughs) that's always good
2: I work in a dance store (laughs) so it's appropriate
0: the next one comes from Kayla underscore Schaefer on Twitter it feels like the perfect night for Taylor to announce something for CMA Fest
1: oh that's my friend Kayla, and I was talking to her yesterday, and we've both come to the sad conclusion that, at this point, Taylor probably isn't denouncing anything. I know. Sad-facing. We're still about a week away, but there's been absolutely no hint of her doing anything.
0: Very, very sad-facing.
2: I know. This is what made or bro- made or Broke my decision to go to a CMA fest. I was like, well, if she's not doing anything super special, then I shouldn't use all that money. Um, our next is from 13 underscore SwiftFan underscore 13. It feels like the perfect night to watch Taylor interviews all night.
0: Also, a completely valid use of your time.
1: And you probably would never run out.
2: This is also true. <laughs> There's quite
1: These a lot. These are all of completely
2: valid uses of your time.
1: Um, our next one comes from Ash438 on Twitter. Our song continues to be the most popular wildcard song at the Red Tour, Swifty Problems.
2: That is so a Swifty Problem. I just want her to sing Long Live.
1: Do we think she's going to continue to play our song even more?
2: I'd be upset.
1: I just don't get it. I'm so confused. I
0: mean, I like, the, what, what I figure, and I mean, I don't know if this is obviously just a guess, but That was, like, the first song that really sort of skyrocketed her career. I mean, you know, Tim McGraw was obviously her debut song, which, you know, kicked her career off and everything. But our song really, like, that just kind of took her to a new level on her career. And it was, like, the first really huge, significant leap of her career since the first leap of her career. If that makes sense? Yeah. And so maybe that's just, you know, something that... Maybe especially when she's at, like, a big stadium or something. Maybe she feels like, in her mind, maybe she compares, like, how far she is right now to that, the feeling of that moment when she re, you know, released our song as a single and it became this huge thing. So maybe it's just like a personal thing for her and she just likes to play it at significant moments in, in her mind, I guess. I mean, I don't know. That's just my guess. I don't know. Our last submission is from forever enchanted 13 underscore on Taylor connect. It feels like the perfect night to get red tour tickets. I got them. And then she, and then she adds, oh, my sparkly Meredith. Oh
2: my God. She's so cute. <laughs> oh, that's
0: adorable. I love it.
1: I like that phrase. That's very cute. So
0: congratulations on getting your red tickets. Have a good time at the show. Yay.
1: Our Taylor quote of the week this week was submitted by Castle on a Cloud 13 on Taylor Connect. And the quote is, We should love, not fall in love, because everything that falls gets broken.
0: That's so sad. I mean, I definitely, like, to me, I feel like that quote is kind of like a a necessary punch in the gut. It's something that nobody really wants to hear, but at the same time, like, the wisdom of it makes sense. Like, I feel like, I mean, just from my personal experience of a few past relationships, it's like, sometimes like when you quote unquote fall in love and if you have these like ideals like in your head about like the person that you're falling in love with and everything it's just a really tricky situation and it's true everything that falls gets broken like you're never going to have a perfectly wonderful relationship for your entire life like even if you have a relationship that lasts your entire life it's going to have its its, its moments where you're going to feel hurt and you're going to be confused and you're going to be scared and it's just like like I understand, like and there's another quote that isn't from a, isn't from Taylor, but I feel like it relates to this quote, and it's um it says um it's somebody that was saying like that being in love isn't just a feeling, it's an action and a choice, like yes. every day, yeah. You it's from a movie or something, but I can't remember what. But this quote reminds me of that because I I feel like it's it's like you have to choose to like keep your you know it's about relationships basically. You have to kind of on a daily basis like make decisions actual conscious decisions on how you're treating that person and how you're keeping your relationship alive so like falling in love is not like in itself is not going to keep your relationship alive like it's love is also an action and not just a feeling and i mean i could be wrong maybe i'm completely misinterpreting but i feel like that's kind of where she was going with this quote it's a very thought-provoking quote it really kind of helps you put things in perspective and it might not be like the happiest most inspirational awe quote but it's something that's at the same time, very Taylor-like, because it's it's still, ex- like, she has a way of packing an incredible, like, amount of, you know, like, life lesson in, like, a sentence.
1: She does. Every quote from her is an inspirational quote, let's be honest.
0: That is true. This one is just very, um, intense. I mean, it's a good point, though. I think that, and I think it's good that she's learning that, because I think, you know, like, like all of us, when she was maybe 16, 17 years old, she kind of had this notion of love, you know, like a fairy tale. And now that she's older and, you know, with the relationships that she has had and with like the lessons that she's learned, I think she has learned that it's, it's not just about being in love. You know, like it's, it's more complicated than that. And I think that she's definitely has learned that in, you know, the last several years of growing up and that she's trying to, as always you know tell us what she's learned that's what she does
1: i think it would be really funny if in an interview the interviewer was like give us an inspirational quote <laughs> she'd be like i don't know i can't just think of something inspirational i don't think she realizes how much of what she says resonates is with
0: inspirational yeah definitely i think that I mean, that's the thing about it, though, is that she doesn't try to, like, come up with these cliches. It's just that she just talks and they become cliches because they're so true. Well, thank you, Castle on a Cloud 13, for um, submitting that quote. And and just a reminder to all of our listeners that you can submit to all of our mini-segments. Um, it Feels Like a Perfect Night, Swifty Problems, a Taylor quote, and Taylor Dictionary, which comes later in the episode. Um, we're definitely open to everybody giving us all that stuff. So we want you guys to participate. So you can send that to us uh, by tweeting us at SwiftCast13. You can leave them on our Facebook at SwiftCast13. Uh, We now have a Tumblr, SwiftCast13, at Tumblr, so you can put that in our ask. Uh, Our website, we have a contact form on, SwiftCast13.com. Or you can just email us at SwiftCast13, gmail.com. So pretty much, if you can remember SwiftCast13, you're good to go.
1: No pun intended.
2: No pun intended well good to go yeah good to go
1: (laughs) so now we wanted to talk about something that we've sort of been wondering about for a while with taylor as we know when taylor first started out in her career and i would say pretty much through most of the fearless era she was very very open to the public and to her fans about her personal life and she would make video blogs and
0: comment my spaces yeah just
1: do all sorts of things to just she was completely an open book and I think that she's tried to stay that way but the reality is as she gets more and more famous and gets more and more attention she has to to some degree monitor what she makes public more and I think we've all noticed that there have been less video blogs and Less things like that. Then there is, of course, the rare time when she starts tweeting fans on Twitter and everybody gets really confused. <laughs> but <laughs> she's had to sort of refine the way that she opens up to her fans. And I was just wondering what everybody thinks about that.
0: I mean, I I miss like the way that she used to be able to be. Because, I mean, I've been a fan of her since the very, very early days. And I remember when she was commenting MySpaces and things like that and when it was just really easy to go and meet her and when she was doing like solo shows that were much smaller and at the end of the show she would do a meet and greet line for anybody that wanted to but now that she has i mean she's she's played a stadium a sold-out stadium of 80,000 people it's there's just no realistic way that she could do those things anymore and it's just like i understand why she hardly ever tweets fans because i mean this very second that she tweets a fan she has 10,000 fans tweeting her begging her
2: for a tweet <laughs> oh my god don't even get me started (laughs)
0: yeah you know it's just it's the logistics are just literally not possible for her anymore and it's like well there i mean plus you have to look at the fact that um she's extremely scrutinized by the media and you know she's got a really level head and does a really good job dealing with it but at the same time the more that you kind of put yourself out there like like, she, I mean, she has said before that she basically avoids reading anything about herself anymore. And we all know yeah. that, like, when she, you know, wrote, wrote, read that mean review a couple years ago, she wrote the song Mean because it really hurt her feelings, <laughs> you know? And I think that it's like the more that you personally interact with people, the more you're going to be exposed to about yourself. And so I think, like, I mean, part of it is just logistics. Like, there's no possible way she can do the stuff she used to do because her fan base has gotten so huge. But a part of it is also probably just, like, personal emotional protection.
1: I mean, if she if she tweets anything, any single tweet, there will be an article written about it.
0: Exactly, like she could tweet, "I ate hamburger," or I, she don't know she she could tweet, "I ate a salad today," and people would be like, "Taylor's going vegetarian." Yeah, I mean, she can't she can't sneeze literally can't sneeze without there being tweets about it, and I mean literally. A couple of shows ago, or was it was it just the Cowboys show? Yes, yeah, she
2: sneezed, and she was like, "It's a live show, guys. Sorry." And yeah,
0: and it was like the t- conversation of Twitter for like a half hour. Yep, <laughs>
2: that's like the poor girl.
0: Yeah, it's sad. Like the poor girl. I mean, I know that's not bad. People were just laughing about it, but it, the, you know, the point still remains. Like you know, she breathes, and somebody has something to say about it, good or bad, and it's just that's got to be like incredibly overwhelming to deal with. So I think that she has to take a step back from where she used to be. I mean, aside from the logistic part of it, like she has to just to be able to like get a hold on herself and not have to continually hear what other people think about what's going on in her life.
1: And I think also as kind of sad as this is, she can't just sit in her room and make a video because she has to be worried about her security too. Yeah. She has to worry yeah. about every little detail that she could possibly be releasing, even though she has a team of security. She can't, she does. If she's in a hotel, you know, she doesn't want anyone to know her room number, obviously, or whatever, wherever she is. She just has to be so careful.
0: Exactly. And I mean, as we were talking about last episode, you know, there are some crazy people that trying to do crazy things to get to her. And she, I mean, it's, it's a completely real situation, like that she has to be careful.
1: If she made a video now, she couldn't just post it from her phone to, to Facebook or Twitter or wherever. It would have to go through like a team of Probably PR people, security people, management people, everything.
0: I mean, that's the sad truth. That, I mean, you have to wonder, like, I mean, before she could just... T- I mean, 2007, she could do whatever she wanted, basically. 2006, you know what I mean? Not completely, but on a much different scale than now. And like you said, it's like, you know, when she's... Just, I mean, you have to wonder about those videos from her iPhone that she took off Meredith. Did she have to get permission to post them?
2: I don't think so. Probably not.
0: I mean, my point, like, I mean, I okay, I wasn't really speaking literally with that. But I just mean, you know, it's
1: everything. <laughs> Sorry, is just, we're kind of
2: harsh. <laughs> Tough crowd.
1: Everything she does is a much bigger deal than before.
2: Yeah, pretty much.
1: I just remembered something interesting, though. And obviously, this may not always be the case. But I remember when we were talking to Kevin McGuire. And he said that when Taylor had posted on Facebook inviting him to be her date, That she didn't go through her publicist or anything. Nobody knew about it. She just felt like it and did it.
0: True. Which is good to know that she can, you know, that she still does make, like, her own choices.
1: I think there's a difference between what she posts and then just making videos and more in detail. Things like that.
2: I mean, there are some celebrities out there, (laughs) cough Miley Cyrus, who just kind of randomly post things. And it's like... You make, like, a a huge storm when you post things. Like, why do you not think before you post things? Why are you so... I can't think of the word, but, Belle, you use it all the time. Why are you so asinine that you can't think before you post? And then you get upset when you cause so much drama. It's like, I'm so glad that Taylor is not like this.
0: That's what I was just going to say. I was going to say, like, what you brought up is, you know, that it's a very common problem with celebrities, is they, especially with Twitter. Some of them will go on Twitter and just kind of spout off at the mouth, and then it causes this huge uproar with either their fans or not even their fans, just, you know, anybody And then they get all upset because they're like, oh my gosh, everyone's like attacking me. Well, Taylor gets attacked for breathing. She doesn't need to add to that by tweeting something that somebody could take the wrong way. Like, and she knows that and she's smart enough to like know to refrain herself and to keep that certain distance from her fans. And it's not because she doesn't care. I think it's the complete opposite. I think she cares too much. Not like too much, but you know what I mean? Yeah. She cares so much about her relationship with her fans that she doesn't want to tweet anything that would cause like anybody to get upset.
1: I think it also goes back to how much she cares about being a role model. Like, she's only going to post things, you know, very, very G-rated things, such as playing with her cat. And I mean, honestly, she, for the most part, what we know, has a pretty G-rated life. She doesn't really drink or party, or at least very often. She doesn't do anything scandalous. It's not like she tries to cover up, but I don't think she just wants to do anything that would upset younger fans or parents of younger fans. I think that she is very aware of her audience and knows that people at all ages are looking at what she's doing and she's gonna post things that are neutral to everybody.
0: Yeah, you know, that that's very true. I think that it, it like I know people get upset about the fact that she isn't nearly as open, but the way that I look at it is I'm like, she cares so much about, you know, how people are going to interpret what she says and does. That, that's why she refrained. That's why she, like, has, you know, had to rein herself back from the earlier days. Like And it's, it's
1: yeah, I remember this specific quote from her from maybe a year ago or so when she said, I am, I think she was 21 at the time. I'm 21 years old and it'd be really easy for me to go say, you raise your kids, I'm going to do whatever I want, but I'm not going to do that. I feel like a lot of people, celebrities, think that it's their choice whether or not they're a role model like if they don't say I want to be a role model then they can just do whatever and they don't acknowledge the fact that you are one either way
0: if you want a choice about whether to be a role model then don't step into the fame world yeah exactly I mean if, you, if everybody you're right every, I mean they're right in a way everybody does have that choice but if you're making the choice to be a public figure you basically are making the choice to be a be a role model right I mean, whether we like it or not, and whether it's right or not, our society is, look at all these famous people, right or wrong, that is how it is. And so if you are in the spotlight, you are, you do have that responsibility on how people are going to see you and the example that you're going to set. So you can't just decide to, you know, go for this acting or singing dream and then decide, oh, but I still want to do whatever I want. And it's not my problem, like how people deal with it, because it kind of is if you're in the spotlight. And Taylor knows that, and she is very conscientious about it.
1: I think she does a great job of that.
0: I completely agree. I think she is extremely um, aware of everything that's going on. It's people, I've seen, I see people tweet all the time to her, you know, they'll like, at reply to her, and they'll be like, I know you'll never see this, but, blah, 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 blah. Just because she doesn't hardly ever reply to fans does not mean that she doesn't sit there and peruse her at mentions once in a while, like. I mean, I see some of the, pe- some people saying the most ridiculous thing to, like, celebrities on Twitter, assuming they won't see them. Oh, that reminds me, the other day, someone tweeted the funniest thing to Grant, and it was, like, inappropriate, so I don't really want to repeat it, you know, and Grant tweeted her back. <laughs>
1: Moving on to some of our fan projects. Emily, do you want to give us the latest update on the Swifty Yearbook?
2: Sure. Our Swift we're doing a Swifty Yearbook where we want you to send us your best Red Tour photo Red Tour photos, including costumes, pictures of Taylor, signs, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. and we'll have a couple more official announcements on the awards and more details on the yearbook within the next couple of weeks. Send everything to swiftcast13 at com.
1: And I'm sorry, guys. I know we've been mentioning this for a while and haven't really added any more detail into it, but the main thing is we just need to get a lot more photos from you.
0: Yeah, this is going to be a, a very big project and we need a ton of pictures. We will have more details for you soon on exactly how we're going to do it, which may help you like figure out what you want to submit for it. But yeah, we're just kind of kickstarting it right now with just right now you can just send us pictures.
1: And I personally now, not everybody might want to do this, but when I was at my shows, if I saw anybody with really unique costumes or signs, I would just ask them to take their picture and then I wrote down their names and put them on our site. So if you're outgoing like me, don't mind approaching people. (laughs) Take some photos for us. We would love to see them. Definitely. And speaking of upcoming shows, at a future show, which is on December 14th in Melbourne, the day after Taylor's birthday, a group of fans are trying to get the whole stadium to sing happy birthday to her, which would be really cute. I'm sure she would really appreciate it. So they're trying to spread the word about this via social media so that most people going to the show will know about it. And you can go to facebook.com slash the Happy Birthday Taylor Project, and that has all of the details.
2: I think that's going to be really cute.
1: How cute would it be if, like, if the band and everyone all knew about it and someone brought a cake out on stage?
0: Oh, that would be precious! Uh, the next project is the Scrapbook Project. Um, an Australian fan named Mia is going to the Melbourne show also on December 14th, and uh, she wants to start a scrapbook to take to the concert, so um, she's going to try and get it to Taylor, and she just wants more entries. Um, there's more details on like what you can send and how she's putting the scrapbook together at somebodyswiftscrapbook.weebly.com, so you can go there to get like more details and information on what she needs from you guys and how she's going to put this project together.
2: Our next fan project is the 13 Can Challenge. A fan is doing a project called the 13 Can Challenge. She's trying to get as many Swifties as possible to donate canned food to their local food bank. Ultimately, she'd like to get Taylor's attention and possibly her public support for donating to food banks. You can check out details on the 13 Can Challenge at facebook.com slash 13 Can Challenge, twitter.com slash 13 Can Challenge, or check out her website, 13canchallenge.wix.com slash 13canchallenge. The online food drive for this product is at yougivegoods.com slash the 13 can challenge And please pass this along on your social networking sites.
1: I actually went on that site and it's really easy to donate as opposed to actually having to go buy cans and bring them to a food bank. You can just say the number of cans that you want and I think it's like a dollar or two per can, and just donate electronically that way.
0: Nice. That's awesome. I think awesome. it's a really cool
1: project, and I hope that's that really cool. Taylor does find out about it because I definitely think that's something she would support.
0: I agree. Like, it's a really cool effort to get together and be a part of.
1: And I was talking to the person who started this. I'm sorry, person, I forgot your name, <laughs> but they were doing it for their senior project for high school. So, that's a really cool project. That is really cool and speaking of swifties helping out the world we have another project called operation help oklahoma and this is actually being run by a swiftie in australia but they're gathering people from countries all over the world to sort of create this global effort to help the victims of the recent storms in oklahoma and she has a few different ways or actually a number of ways that you can potentially Raise money to contribute. Some of her ideas are um, get an item signed by Taylor and auction it off on eBay, create a charity fund where people can donate to, have a fundraiser such as a car wash, sell any old stuff you have in your closet, um, doing any odd jobs that you can to sort of raise extra money, garage sales, making a banner in your neighborhood and getting other people involved, and collecting books um, which you can donate to. The libraries for in schools that are getting rebuilt there, and she's trying to think of other ideas too. So if you would like to help out with this, there's a thread on Taylor Connect, and she's recruiting helpers to come on board and start organizing these efforts. So we'll put a link to that on our fan projects page right away.
0: We also wanted to remind you guys that you don't have to memorize any of this information or anything. If you go to our fan projects page at swiftcast13.com, um, All the projects that we mentioned today are on there. And also there's lots of ongoing projects that we've mentioned in previous episodes that are still ongoing, such as like scrapbook projects and um, audio message to tailor projects and stuff like that. And so to get information on all of our projects, just go to SwiftCast13.com and go to the uh, fan projects page.
1: Now for our giveaway section, we, as you know, do Twitter giveaways every month, which are always going to be during the week of the 13th. So our last one for May just ended about a week ago, and we wanted to say congratulations again to Hey Loves Tay on Twitter, who is our winner, and she got a pair of the heart-shaped sunglasses and cat ears similar to Taylor's from the 22 video. So, that was for May, and our June giveaway will be starting in a couple of weeks, and we have something really exciting we came up with for that, so stay tuned. Uh,
2: Reminder, keep liking us on Facebook. We will have another Facebook contest coming up soon, and if you've liked us, you're automatically entered. It's also a great way to keep in touch with us.
0: And also, we just want to ask you a little favor. Um, If you could, take a minute of your time and rate us five stars on iTunes and leave us a review. It's a really great way to like let us know what you think of the show, if there's something that you want to see that we're not doing or if you like what we're doing, you know, let us know because you know, we're doing this by the fans for the fans, so we're doing this for you and we really want to like make sure that we're talking about stuff you guys want to hear about. Um it's also a really good way to like help other Swifties find us. The more ratings and reviews we get on iTunes, the higher up like we're ranked, so it's just easier for People that just kind of come across us. So more listeners. Yay. Show, And also um, we do iTunes contests. And uh, if you've left us a review, then you're automatically considered entered in those contests to win like iTunes gift cards and stuff. So it's also a great way to kind of like just pre-enter yourself in any of those contests that we have upcoming. So, uh, yeah, um, it's just I you just go like to if you go to our iTunes page and then click view in iTunes. It brings us up in iTunes and that's where that you can write and review us. So uh, we'd really love you if you would do that. That would be awesome.
1: And our last segment, the Taylor Dictionary Word of the Week, this one was created by Belle, so we'll let her explain it.
0: Uh, this is sort of inadvertent, actually. Um, it's just something I tend to say when we're talking about Taylor and somebody says something funny or whatever. I'm like, all right, eh? Get it? Uh, get, get it, get it, get it? Get, get it. it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> get it now we're the same person. I know. <laughs> it's scary. I
0: don't know. It's just a funny little pun, you know, that you can use when you're discussing Taylor and someone says something that you're kind of laughing at. You're, All right, eh? All right, eh, then? So, if you have anything for to add to our Taylor dictionary, words that only a Swifty would understand, contact us and let us know, and we'll include them in future episodes.
1: Well, thanks everyone so much for listening. This has been episode eight with Ashley, Belle, and Emily. And we will see you back in a week.
0: Bye, guys. Have a good week. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening. Love, love, love. Bye. We are in no way directly affiliated with Taylor Swift.